Well, hello, children. Hello, Sydney. This is Ray Powers, one half of the duo that makes up the Ray and Sid of Dare to Be Better with Ray and Sid. I hope you're continuing to enjoy your summertime. It is August, and uh, the weather here in the Northeast has been absolutely hot, hot, hot. It's been insanely hot. And I don't know if August has always been this hot. In the recent years, it really hasn't been. I mean, usually July is when it kind of peaks as far as uh, overall raw heat. But man, it's been like over 90 like every single day. Like high 90s with the real feel of way over 100. And in this part of the country, we get a lot of humidity. So, you know, it feels really hot. Again, I'm not complaining. People who complain about the heat are the same people that complain about the cold and the ice and everything else. So, the one thing they love to do is complain. Makes them happy. Me, whatever. You know, I wake up, I do my thing. Kind of like Sydney. I try to roll with the flow, you know? But, um, what's been going on this week? Let's see. I was traveling quite a bit had something come up last week I had to cover for a good friend of mine very good friend of mine up in the uh, Adirondacks area of upstate New York it was gorgeous up there did a concert it was great private party one that we do every year sometimes I'm up there as a player sometimes I'm not sometimes I'm just doing the advance on the show but it was a great time The weather was much cooler up there. It was probably low 80s. And in the morning, you actually needed a jacket. It was beautiful up there. And then, of course, Saturday, or I should say Sunday, was Rock Out to Knock Out Cancer 22 in Pittsburgh. And I thank everybody who came out, everybody who donated. And that link should be up a little bit longer if you didn't get to go. The link is rockouttoknockoutcancer.com. The two being the number two. So it's rockout number two, knockoutcancer.com. If you want to make a donation there, it would be uh, amazing and for a great cause. But it was a good show. Club Cafe once again hosted us, and I'm sure they're going to do it next year because in their words, they said there's a lot worse we could have been doing on a Sunday. So they made a decent amount of money. The staff made money. And um, raised money for the event, for the cause. All the money, all the proceeds go to the American Cancer Society. So, you know, it's uh, it feels good to get back. Going out there, I had a direct flight from Newark to Pittsburgh. And I had to fly out where normally I would drive out. But I had an all-day softball tournament, which uh, I had to wind up leaving early. Because we had won three in a row. I'm sorry, we won two, lost one, which meant we had to play a fourth game, and consequently a fifth game. Had we won three in a row, we would have taken the whole thing at Cotty Gone Harm early, but wasn't meant to be. We lost the third game, and then uh, consequently, I think, lost the fourth game. Lost three in a row, I believe. There were five games altogether. Is that right? Maybe it was four. I don't know. One game I couldn't stay for, and um, 
they wound up losing that game without me. But to be honest, the way I was hitting, I don't think I would have been that much of a contributor, to be honest. And I'm just being completely honest. Maybe I would have woken up, but as I was hitting, I was hitting the ball hard, but right to people. It was like I wasn't getting on base. I couldn't buy a hit. And I had led the division in runs batted in this year, so I've been very productive, but I was like Dave Winfield when uh, George Steinbrenner called him Mr. May. <laughs> fell asleep when I counted. But I did what I could for the team, and then I had to come home, and I had my flight booked, Newark to Pittsburgh, red eye at night, and that got canceled. So... I have to scramble for a flight. I call up United. I get this guy on the phone who's supposed to be working for United. Clearly had India on the phone, which is fine, but I couldn't understand the guy. And then he messed up my flight. He said he was putting me on a flight. He's like, it's going to be two hours earlier, which I thought I had time to shower and get ready. I didn't. I had to shower and leave the house immediately if I was to make this makeup flight. And it was going to be through Dulles in D.C., so Pittsburgh by way of Dulles. One short connection. Real easy. And because I was leaving earlier, I would have gotten to Pittsburgh the exact same time. Like 11 at night. 11.30 at night. Well, he makes the reservation, but he makes it for the 7th instead of the 6th. I'm like, no. This has me, you know, leaving at 6.30 at night. I've got to be on stage at 6.45 on Sunday. I can't be leaving on Sunday at 6.30. So I had to call back, get a different rep, explain what he did, what the Indian guy did. And I said, can you please fix this? I have to get out tonight. Tomorrow will not help. If you can't do it, okay, fine. But then I have to figure out a different way, either drive or something. I would have to drive all night. And if I had to do that, I'd do it. But, you know, it wouldn't exactly be as fresh as a daisy when I got in. So as it worked out, driving to the airport, and gambling because I don't have the flight worked out but I had to be there you know when he pulled the trigger if it did work out so that I could just jump right on the plane or go through security because I didn't have the two hour cushion anymore that they recommend you know getting to the airport and getting through everything I did have express baggage at least that was easy so uh, he gets me I'm, I'm pulling up to the arrival platform. I'm sorry, I'm pulling up to the departure platform. And as soon as we pull up, he's like, okay, you're all set. I was like, well, thank God. <laughs> because I could have gone either way. But again, I had to make sure I was there so that if and when he got me onto a flight, I was there to check in. I only had 75 to maybe 90 minutes to play with. But like I said, my bag was express check-in. Security wasn't too bad. And then I had some time. We actually, I think, took a few extra minutes, which has been going on like with every flight, even if they do take off. But I don't care about a delay as long as I'm on the plane, as long as we eventually leave. And they made up the time. Like I said, we had to go to Dulles in D.C. And that connection, I had like a good hour and change so I can get some food. I got some coffee. And I think that might have been like a 30-minute delay too. And then they pushed it back another 15, 20 minutes. But as it worked out, I think I got in like before midnight. Uh, got picked up. 
got some sleep at the hotel. Show went well. And uh, I went to sleep. There was really no after party because it was a Sunday matinee and it was a work day. That was the one drawback to having this on a Sunday. I think we're going back to Saturday night for that reason. Because the after parties, you know, they're fantastic. And it raised even more awareness and people wound up donating more money. And, uh, you know, you just get to meet these people. You could do a meet and greet properly. With a Sunday, I was like, oh, you know, here I, I showed up, but it's six o'clock. You're looking at your watch. I got to work the next day. I get it. And it makes sense. But that's what the venue had available this year. If we book, I think we already did pre-book for next year. Uh, so we'll try to get that done on a Saturday. But since I just went back to my room after the show, I think it was... I don't know. I think we were out of there by like 9 o'clock, 9.30. I think it was back in my room before 10. And I went right to sleep because I had to wake up at, I think, 4 to be out of the hotel by 5. At the airport for 5.30 because I had a 7.30 flight landing at 9. So, you know, I was a good boy. Didn't have anything to drink. I just got my sleep and uh, landed Monday morning in Newark. And I went right to work. Hit the ground running. Luckily, I love what I do, so. Is it really ever work if you love what you do? <laughs> but, uh, yeah. So now I'll be working on uh, my next concert. My next Ray Powers concert will be at the Salem Roadhouse in Union, New Jersey. And this will also be another benefit as well. Uh, net proceeds for this go towards the YWCA of Union County, specifically the PALS um, program, P-A-L-S, which I forgot what it stands for, but basically uh, this benefits the children of domestic abuse. So like if kids witness mom hitting dad, dad throwing dishes, you know, or dad hitting mom and mom throwing shoes at dad or whatever, you know, obviously that creates a, uh, you know, a, uh, I guess, a, I don't know if it's a PTSD type of thing. It's, it's not good for kids to see their parents literally fist fighting, obviously. You know, one wailing on the other one. Usually it's dad wailing on mom, but believe me, it can go the other way too. But um, you should never raise your hands in anger to somebody else, put it that way. Even if you're spanking your child, you shouldn't be angry when you do it. I know that's a whole different Pandora's box I'm opening, but um, I'm not against spanking kids. I got my ass beat as a kid and it kept me off a of death row. I'll die on that hill. That's fine. And people could disagree with me. A lot of kids don't have to get spanked. I was a little bastard. I had to get spanked. My brother was a little bastard. He needed to get spanked. It benefited us. It still benefits some kids. Gave me a fear of authority and gave me uh, a healthy respect of authority to this day. You know? Cop pulls me over. I do what I'm told. You know, if... uh, the people at the bank tell me you got to go through this little, uh, you know, velvet rope maze. I'll do it. I did it at the airport. You know, make make life easier on yourself. You know, follow the rules. What can I tell you? <laughs> I'm such a I'm such an establishment kind of guy. I know you were expecting this punk rock uh, middle finger anti-establishment Ray Powers, right? I don't even know what I'm talking about. I'm just filling time here for the ten minutes. Sid, it's up to you. Salvage this podcast, would you? <laughs> 
miss and love you. You know that. Uh, check out dareTobeBetter.com. I'm sorry, dareTobeBetterShow.com. Learn your website powers, and you can get all the uh, past podcasts there, all the digital diaries. Stop in for some cool merch. Check out the photos and the media. That's all I got. Anyway, just wanted to check in with you guys and girls. Hope everything is going well this summer. And God bless. Okay, Raymond. I am trying. This is probably my fourth or fifth attempt. This is the, I think, the 17th one. Because, of course, I can't get my other one, which I have to say was actually pretty dang good. myself oh my gosh anyway I'm doing it again and I did uh, re-listen to your your little gig and what I have to tell you is I'm very very happy for you you are living your life your music is blooming you're traveling you're playing that talent in those fingers on that guitar I tell you every time to listen to you play acoustic guitar it's just like magical you're a genius at that so I'm really happy for you and um, so what I was rambling about though on my last attempt at this was I was out in Atlanta and when I went to Atlanta my project that I'm working on is a huge project just fell freaking apart I mean literally the day I left everything that could go wrong went wrong and what I learned in that experience was that when things go wrong it's actually a gift I know (laughs) I know people are like Sydney some things aren't a gift but it was a gift because every time something went wrong I would say to myself Sydney the only way through is through. It's the only way. You can quit, sure, but if you quit, then just know much of your life is going to be built around quitting and you're never going to accomplish. So the only way through is through. However, with every hiccup that comes, and they were huge hiccups, I might add, it is my opportunity to shine. So I had many opportunities to shine. And what else I figured out is that in this project, um, so so the guy who, who owns this home, he sent me a text the other day and said that, you know, he thought I was a rock star, which is very kind because he said, you just keep going. You don't complain. You don't break down. You don't get sour. You problem solve and you problem solve quickly and you move on. You problem solve quickly and you move on. And, you know, and he says the way you solve things are often even better than the original way we were going. So what I did learn is he wouldn't have had the opportunity to really see me shine unless life God in the universe gave me opportunity to shine. So I am grateful for that because with everything that I do, I truly believe we all everything we're doing is an audition and so my thought process as everything was falling apart is that I want to shine regardless if he fires me (laughs) because I really thought I was going to get fired 
or he keeps me. Regardless of the outcome, I choose, I choose to push through it, I choose to problem solve it, I choose to find the good in it, and I choose to shine, regardless if I keep the gig, regardless if anyone around me sees what I'm doing or gives me a high five or a pat on the back, I choose to do these things because what I'm doing is proving to myself that I'm capable, I'm in my lane, and nothing great, no greatness is ever built if it's easy. If, if, if it were easy, everyone would build greatness. Well, the fact of the matter is there's a reason why there's 1% of people in the world that really... Now, I'm not saying that they're happy people, because happiness and success are two different things, but why there's 1% of people who live, meaning we're just going to talk professionally, and do the things that they really love doing. Now, I do believe you can intermingle those things and be able to do the things you love to do and personally have your feet on the ground means you're going to have to work on yourself personally, find your balance, find your words, set your boundaries, uh, choose your point of view, right? Have gratitude, be inspired, all these things. But I'm now that I'm out of that, because again, that was like a week and a half ago that I was in Atlanta, and I really thought I was going to be a Dateline episode because my head was going to explode because there were so many problems to solve. But I did it, Ray. I solved them. And he saw it. He's seeing it. And I think it gives me opportunity because he's this particular client is always looking to do more business, you know, more business with whomever, make more money. And now that he sees that I'm highly capable, you keep me in my lane, I'll shine for you. And I'm very, very dependable. I never drop the ball. I can take any situation that's being put in front of us and I'll find a solution, I'll problem solve it. And in the meantime, I stay pulled together and I stay grounded and I stay inspired. And those things, I wish more people understood that when life throws you what you think is garbage, trash, or downfall, or whatever, negativity, really, that's not really what life's throwing you. Life is throwing you opportunity to take a different point of view. It's giving you opportunity to shine by problem solving and correcting the situation. And it's giving you the moment to prove to yourself you can truly handle whatever is coming to you, at you, and whatever comes into your life that isn't working. If you just take a moment, take a deep breath, because when things start falling apart, it is not the time, absolutely not the time to break down. It's not the time to quit. It's not the time to become negative, And it's not the time to doubt yourself. It's all just the opposite. When the things come at you that, that push you, those things that are pushing you, they're going to push you to either perform, be brilliant, be creative, think out the box, or they're going to push you to give up, to give in, to think sour, and to be negative. Mm. So now that I'm out of hell, I mean, I was in hell, I'm actually quite inspired, and that was a huge audition for me, and I think I passed it. I really think I passed it. I thought I was going to be fired, but I'm still in the gig.
I'm still kicking. But, but I learned a lot. So, anyway, I'm really grateful. This one's going to be a little shorter. But I miss you, Ray. And I'm grateful that you do this with me. And thank you for hanging in there with me. Thank you to our listeners for passing us along because our numbers keep growing. I live a golden life. And, yeah, I'm... I couldn't ask for more. You know, I have these beautiful children that are thriving. I have this beautiful career as a talk show host that's blooming. I have these talents in interior design and project management, all these things that are allowing me to really use my talents to the fullest to make a fabulous living. And mm -hmm, a girl coming from a cardboard box on the side of the road from complete poverty in the Philippines this ain't bad. No, it's really great. So thank you to everyone. I love everyone. I list and I miss you, Ray. Okay, dare to be better with Ray and Sid.